Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Alaska Department of Labor and Workforce Development podcast series, where you'll hear all about how the department helps Alaskan workers, job seekers, businesses, and communities. I'm Jason Caputo, and my guest today is Charlotte Weatherby. She is an Alaska Division of Vocational Rehabilitation Counselor here in the, well, she is in the Fairbanks office. I'm over in Juneau. Charlotte, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for inviting me. There's so many things we can talk about, but I want to focus on why someone who has a disability, maybe they're having a little trouble or they sense they're going to have some trouble getting, getting and keeping a good job. You know, why would they go through the effort of applying for a state service with DVR? What do we really have to offer? There's a lot of things there. People often know we have resources of different kinds, um, maybe access to different types of funding sources. But one thing I think that is that is not known a lot uh, or talked a lot about is our planning process. It's a really amazing, effective planning process. And why is a planning process, you know, why is that so important? I've heard, and maybe you can speak about this, when people start to try to work and they see there are some difficulties, they can be very, very complex and different things start going wrong. And maybe they're burning then bridges with employers because their first step wasn't really the strong supported step with a good plan. But uh, have you experienced that kind of thing where someone you know, who has tried to get work on their own, they have a disability and they really learn, oh my gosh, this is more complex than I first thought. Oh, yes, definitely. And I think one of the key points um, is point out the person's interests and their abilities and things that they want to do. Of course, here at DVR, we really want to help the individual find the best job fit for them. And so part of that is looking at vocational assessment, looking at their strengths, looking at their interests, because we really want them to enjoy the job they're doing and not dread going to work. We want it to be a good fit. Right, right. Those strengths and abilities. And ha- have you ever had it um, happen where someone maybe thinks they know their strengths, but you discover more strengths they didn't even know they had or new uh, levels to the strengths that oh, they definitely. have? definitely. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, you know, we're our own worst critic. And so we don't think about all of our strengths. It's hard for us to brag about ourselves. So bringing in a support person, like a family member or a teacher or something like that, that you're close to is sometimes a really good way to also show all the the good things that we don't think about ourselves. Ah, Um, So you actually might, yeah, you might bring in other people that the client identifies as being helpful to really understand what they are best at. Yeah, if the client wants to involve someone else that's really close to them, I think that's a great idea. Because like I said, they sometimes help point out all those positive things that we forget about ourselves. Um, Another way to identify those strengths is to do some vocational assessment that can be on the computer, it can be paper, pencil. Um, A lot of times the community-based ones are really a good way to find that out too. And that's where the counselor might set up a work experience or like an internship with an employer. So the individual can actually try out the job that they think they might like to do. Oh, wow. So they actually go in a, in a real, they're not just practicing necessarily, they're going into a real work environment with yeah. support from DVR and kind of seeing what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. And we can help by setting that up. We can help by providing a job coach. But I think the really hmm. great takeaway from that is the person gets to actually talk to people doing the job that they want to do and get to try it out themselves and see, is this a good fit? And for example, I worked with somebody who loves working with animals, really wanted to do that line of work, wanted to work in a grooming setting. So I set them up with a salon um, and they found out they love working with the animals, but they didn't like being wet all day. And part of the grooming hmm. is 
you know, bathing the animal. Um, And so we just kind of refocused with animals, but in a different setting. And so she got to try out working at a veterinary clinic instead. And that was a much better fit. Um, So she liked to do the tasks and she didn't have to do the tasks that she didn't like. Yeah. So she got, she got in there. She did a, she did a, a, a kind of a trial work at a, at a, at a dog grooming salon, realized mm-hmm. I'm wet all day. Yeah. I don't like this, this part miserable. of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so yeah. then you're like, okay, great. We, we use that information and then we put them in a different yeah. place, has, has the stuff she likes, not wet all day. Right. Right. So sometimes yeah. there's just a little need for refocus. Sometimes yeah, yeah. the first job is the great fit. And sometimes we need to just refocus mm-hmm. and, and look at what is it that you like? What is it you just like? And then realign. And so I know that I know that DVR um, uh, has, you know, connections and, and partnerships with a lot of different businesses. So that must be really helpful because you can say, oh, yeah, you know, oh, oh, this didn't work. Oh, we'll reach out to so and so because I know this business would work. with Yes. Us. Yeah, we have a business engagement team. And so they are doing a lot of that outreach. And then as a counselor, we also are doing that, um, reaching out to employers, reaching out to community members, using some of those networking to help the client um, get into a field that they really want to try. And sometimes the the client has those networks and they just need a little help with identifying, um, you know, support that DVR can provide in that work experience. We get to kind of sell our side of, of what we can help with and the services to the employer. And then that way the client knows that they have us as a safety too. They they have us to help if they identify, hey, there's there's some struggle that I'm having. Is there an accommodation that would be helpful? And then the DVR counselor can come in and make sure that that's in place so that everything goes smoothly. Oh, that's fantastic. That's there's so many aspects of it that are very interesting when you get into a community-based assessment. Like, like you said, you know, you may get in there and, and when, only when you're in the job do you realize, oh. This, the disability is causing an issue here. We didn't expect that. No one expected that, but we could see it happening. And then that tells you exactly or helps you figure out what the accommodation mm-hmm. should be. Yeah, you, mentioned, you mentioned a, a job coach might go along with, because I know some people might be like, oh, you want to put me in a, in a real business? I'm a little scared about that. And I know you also yeah. mentioned, well, we have computer testing. We have an assessment center. If someone's not ready for that, or there might be another reason why the assessment center is good. But then I think a job coach also helps with someone who might be. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. They, they do a lot of things. They can help with the job search piece going along with the interviews to kind of just provide that support. And then also helping somebody at the job. Um, initially to get started and just kind of be a a helpful advocate and be there on site for when the counselor, like I can check in, but I won't be able to be there the entire shift. Whereas a job coach that we hired could be there the entire shift, make sure things are going smoothly, give feedback as needed, and just kind of be that liaison um, that the client has kind of a a cheerleader in their corner and someone they can go to if they are having a little bit of um, anxiety or a little bit of just nervousness trying out a new job. Wow. That you, you've already, I know we've just scratched the surface here, but you've already described a whole, number one, a whole team that could come in as needed. You know, some people I know we work with, they don't want or need a whole lot of extra right. stuff. And that's fine too. I know that you guys have always said, hey, it's customized on what our clients yep, need. Mm-hmm. But if they need it, man, we've got, we've, you just described a whole support yeah. team. And I would like to sign up for the cheerleader who comes to work with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that part of it specifically, I, I really like that idea. Um, so, so also, you know, if you could talk to me a little bit about 
you know, we talked about one part of the planning process, which is, which is, I know, crucial and evidenced by the fact that you started with that. Identifying strengths and abilities, that's what you guys build mm-hmm. your whole, you know, the core of the plan is about what someone can do, which is awesome. Right. But, but also, I know that sometimes people get in a rut. They get stuck because they, they're not sure what the next step really is. And, and I've heard that our plans that we develop with people really can help, help make that super clear. Can you, can you mm-hmm. talk about that? Yeah. So we can go through the process of like, um, so vocational assessment is one of the first things for sure. Identifying services, um, accommodations, things like that, that would be helpful. Um, and as the counselor and the client start working together, a lot of things will come to light on what might be helpful because we do ask a lot of questions. Um, we ask, you know, do you have rides to work or do you need rides? So we identify where is there a gap that we can help. Um, we we want to try to eliminate as many barriers as possible. And so mm. we really want to make sure all the services that are needed are in that plan to help that mm. person be successful because we're we're cheerleading for them too. You know, we're yeah. we're wanting to set them up for success. And so we want to put everything that they might need in the plan so that they feel supported and ready. Well, and that's and so you the example you mentioned is before they even get to work. How are they going to get to work? Yeah. So it's it's really comprehensive looking at all these issues, and that's that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, what um, you mentioned uh, um, the best or the business engagement team we call them best is our yeah. In- um. So, but there are also, and then there's the counselor, obviously, that's working directly with the client. Are there any other team members that may may get involved to help? Sure. Yeah. So I mentioned the job coach. We also refer to them as a CRP. Um, And then there's also the voc rehab assistant and each counselor has an assistant and they work together as a team. Um, So if you can't reach your counselor, because they might be meeting with someone else, you can call the assistant and then, and then hopefully they would be able to assist in anything needed. And if they can't right at that minute, then they would make sure the counselor calls the person back right away. Um, And then there's the evaluator that does that um, vocational assessment. And so they might work together with the client and the, um, counselor in the beginning, they wouldn't be someone that's there long-term, but they might be involved in the beginning of that plan development too. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then whoever the client identifies as wanting to be part of that team, like I mentioned earlier, support person, a family member, um, they are welcome to bring whomever they, they want to, to those meetings. Right. And I've seen that too. I've seen that really help in a way I saw this one example. I wonder if you've seen this too, where, you know, someone wanted to do a particular job and, and, and they knew someone in the community. They're actually quite good friends with them that was in that profession and could yeah. really help them, but they never thought about enlisting them in that, that mm-hmm. input. And, and so then through the DVR process, like, well, let's get Glenn, yeah. not his real name to come, you know, to come in and help. Have you seen that happen? Yeah, I've seen that happen for sure. A lot of times too, it's just a way for them to get to know more about that job and mm. to talk to the person about what do what do they actually do from day to day and make sure. Yeah. And then they can also help with networking and all that good stuff too. That's awesome. Now, what happens if someone is out there and they, they're like, oh, I'm not ready to go to DVR because I don't know what, what job I want to do. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. What, what, now, why is that DVR is totally good? fine. I work yeah. with people like that all the time. Yeah, because right. a lot of times, um, you know, we don't know what all jobs are available. And mm. sometimes we can't identify what we'd be good at. And so that vocational assessment, I think, is just huge because um, we have some very comprehensive ones. One is the career scope. I really like that one. Um, the wowie. And so it goes through your interests and your aptitudes to see, like, where are your strengths? And then at the end of the assessment, it actually gives you a list of recommendations of jobs that match how you answer the question. So I always tell people, be as honest as you can on those tests. Don't say you like something if you don't, because it's gauging your interests and then it's matching you with a job that aligns with those interests. And so that's where I use the starting point is to go through those jobs with the person and then have them highlight. This one sounds really interesting. And then I help them research a little bit more about the job or talk mm. to somebody in the field who does that line of work, just kind of get to know more information about it. Gotcha. Interesting. So that that's an interesting point because I've taken some of those tests and things yeah. and they, like you said, I think, you know, maybe someone will find their end result from taking those tests. But for many of us, I, I remember kind of thinking when I took it, I'm like, hmm, this is not the end result for me. And you're saying that those tests really are, you said, a starting point. Starting, yeah. Yeah. And so then you can work with a counselor to help yeah. and other tools to help. Right. Because um, you might talk to people that are doing that kind of work, or you might do mm, a work experience or internship in that uh, field and see if that is a good fit or not. Yeah. And sometimes you can, you can kind of weed things out by just doing a little research on it to say like, oh, that's not really what I want to do. So yeah, yeah it's, I'm it's wet a all nice day. starting point. Yeah. It's a nice <laughs> starting point. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah. So, so I guess, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot more parts, a lot more um, aspects to a plan um, that we, we don't have time to cover now, but I, I'd love to have you back to talk more about them. But I think uh, you've really, we really talked about and you've explained how, you know, the planning process is, is really not something that people can, can totally do on their own, the DVR planning process, because it brings in this whole team mm -hmm. and it brings in outside experts and it brings in a broad network of even businesses where people can can actually try jobs out, different jobs out, and yeah. also get all this feedback. Um, is there anything else? Uh, we have time for like one more thing. Is there anything else that you want to add about why you know why the DVR process is really special and different than any other kind of um, technique that people would use with disabilities to get and keep a good job? Sure. I think kind of going off of what you mentioned just a minute ago about getting experts involved, we can hire people who are, who are experts like assistive technology. Um, we can do assessments with someone who is an expert in that field. Um, just today, I met with one of my clients who's having a struggle at her job. She is hearing impaired. And one of the parts of her job is she does communicate with people walking in, asking questions, people calling, asking questions, mm. and she's missing some of those pieces. And so mm. getting her assistive technology that's going to help her do her job better to be able to maintain her job, make her feel good at work instead of feeling like she's struggling. And so just even things like that, we can hire somebody to come in do an assessment on what assistive technology might be helpful. And then sometimes DVR can help with, with getting that for the workspace um, or talk to the employer about getting that for the workspace so that person can feel like they're doing the best job that they can. Um, so we work with people who not only are coming into us, not sure what they want to do, but we also have people coming to us and saying, hey, I'm really struggling in my job. Can you help me keep it? And so we do a mm -hmm. lot of that too. 
Right, right, right. That's that's fantastic. And and so so someone who has a good job, disability has changed, yeah. um, maybe gotten a little worse, or even just changed in a way that they're like, oh, I don't know how to how to deal with that. And so they can they even if you have a job, you can still, but you're you may yeah. lose. You right. can call BVR. That's fantastic. Yeah, and that's important. I think that's another thing that's not talked about as much. People don't know. So, so, so we're talking to people with disabilities out there, but also employers. Employers, if you have yeah. a great employee who's struggling, all of a sudden their their productivity goes down, or you know their attention right. to detail is going down. What's going on? Maybe it's a disability, and and maybe you know if that if that person um, uh, divulges it. Um, you can help them get connected with DVR so we can come in and help you save that great employee. Maybe Definitely. you can spend a lot of time in them. That's fantastic. So, so that's fantastic. This has been super great. I, I need to have you back because you're like a font oh, <laughs> of, of great information. Thank you. This is, this is awesome. So for folks listening, if you are interested in learning more about DVR, you want to sign up for services, the a link to our website, online application, and also our telephone number will be in the description of this video. Just give us a call either to start moving forward on services or, or visit the website or to, to learn more and talk with someone who is going to be as wonderful as Charlotte has been and, and just answer all your questions and give you support. So thanks, Charlotte, for joining me. This has been great. Thanks, Jason. This has been the Alaska Department of Labor and Workforce Development podcast series. Thank you, Charlotte, for talking about DVR's planning process and the great services for Alaskans with disabilities today. And thank you listeners for joining us. We hope you found the show informative and that you'll join us for our next podcast.